Hey y'all, and welcome back to the All Caught Up Podcast. I have something really fun going down today. In season two, I am having hot seat coaching episodes, and today is the first one of those. I'm talking to Katie Trivet. She's a product-based business owner. She also has a full-time job, and she's a full-time student. Katie's asking me about productivity, about business building while being busy, and just how to get things done. Listen in as I give her some of my best productivity tips and answer all of her questions. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the All Caught Up podcast. I'm Kelly Hayes-Smith, productivity specialist and transformation coach. If you are a fempreneur who's ready to ditch the overwhelm, stop playing catch up, and create a game plan to rock your biggest goals, well, you're in the right place. Each week, we'll be chatting work-life balance, productivity tips and strategies, and how to keep all the balls in the air without feeling like the whole world's spinning. Are you ready to put your feet on the floor? Let's get started. I'm inviting you to a membership like you never thought was possible. Y'all, the On Purpose Entrepreneur Club doors are now open. This is a membership like no other. It was designed especially for you, women on the ground floor of their business who are ready to move forward, but searching for the time to do it in and how exactly they're supposed to get it done. This membership has it all. Two co-working sessions a month, two trainings a month, weekly content review, mindset check-ins, support, accountability, goal setting. It's all inside this membership. And for the month of August, you can get it all for under 20 bucks a month. What are you waiting for? Check the show notes and get the link. Get in the doors. I want to see you there. Welcome, Katie, to the All Caught Up Podcast. How are you today? I am doing great. How are you? I am. I am great. I am great. So tell everybody a little bit about you and what it is that you do. Yeah. So my name is Katie. Obviously, you nailed that part. <laughs> um, I create handmade jewelry. I started with bead weaving. So I just take needle and thread and little teeny tiny beads and stitch them together in different designs um, for jewelry. And I have recently started incorporating clay as well to kind of make it a little more physically sustainable because bead weaving can be very taxing on the hands. Um, so that's where I am now. I have evolved into clay and beads and it's a really, really awesome. Um, I'm excited to kind of design my piece as a whole, you know, the clay piece and the beading that goes with it. So, um, mm. that's where I am right now. I just started adding it. I've been doing the jewelry since 2014, but December, 2020 was when I pivoted to include clay. So, um, that part is still fairly new, but, um, yeah, that's where I am now. That's so exciting. So I actually think that you are the first product-based business <laughs> that I have had on this podcast. Um, and before I hit record, I told you, I really feel like podcast-based businesses and podcast-based, Lord, I'm telling you, <laughs> fatigue, uh, product-based businesses are more difficult when it comes to productivity because yeah. you have a whole nother element. I have client work as a service-based business, but you have customer service, but the building of the product is a, mm -hmm. that's a, that's a tough one. Tell me yeah. when it comes to, so, but you also have nine to five or eight to five. I think you said corporate yep, eight to five. 
-hmm. corporate job and you're a full-time student. So this is like, you have a lot of balls in the air. Um, first off, tell me how you feel about your balance overall. What do you feel about how, how are you able to do all of those things and keep them up in the air? Um, you know, I, it's gotten harder the longer I've gone in school. Um, in beginning, it was kind of easy courses, like very easy for me to coast through. I didn't need to necessarily put as much time or effort into it. Um, and then, well, especially after 2020, when COVID hit and, you know, working in the healthcare industry, it's ups and downs over the last year and a half now. And um, getting further and further into school, getting more and more overwhelmed with everything in 2020. Um, it's kind of like everything came to a screeching halt. So I really, really try to time block my days um, to dedicate, you know, so I just have a rough idea of, okay, I've got to work from eight to five, or from five to seven, I'm doing schoolwork from seven to eight, I'm doing my workout, like, you know, and then from eight to Roughly, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock is when I have time to work on my other, you know, my uh, jewelry business. And um, it's getting really difficult. I mean, I'm definitely feeling the overwhelm. I'm feeling the burnout in all three areas of my mm -hmm. life now. And I know it's because um, it's not aligned. It's not aligned with what I'm physically capable, mentally capable of handling right now. I think the biggest thing for me in 22 was realizing that was coming to the conclusion of, okay, I cannot do two full-time jobs and be in school full-time and commit myself a hundred percent to every area. Yeah. Um, that was step one of kind of my reset, if you want to mm -hmm. call it that, uh, my mental reset. And now that I've like understood that <laughs> I've come to terms with it, I'm having a hard time balancing the three of them together, you know? Yeah. And so this is actually the first episode we talked about this, but this is the first episode y'all where I am doing hot seat coaching. And so we are going to really talk about some of these issues and having a hard time finding balance and different techniques and strategies that we can use to get there. Um, and so can I ask you what your major is? Yes, my major is business administration. Okay. So that what is your ultimate goal? Do you with your degree do you want to stick to are you do you want your jewelry business to be full time or is that always going to be your side? No, I do want my my business jewelry to be full time. I actually have a handful of goals but just kind of the fast end of it. I do want my jewelry to be full time. I want to open up a mercantile slash no. boutique kind of area um, situation. Um, I also want to be able to coach women entrepreneurs because I feel like there is a lack in that area. And so many women are creative and have brilliant ideas. And I want to be able to help them bring that idea to actual fruition. You know, I want to be able to give them the X, Y, Z of how to get there. So, I love that. um, yeah, that's kind of my idea. <laughs> yeah. I love that. First off, I think mercantile businesses are so awesome, especially for yeah. female entrepreneurs, um, who are product-based. I think that that's yep. such an important thing because it's so hard to have, it's hard to get your stuff 
in someplace yes. and it's hard to do everything online with that. So I, I love that that is an mm -hmm. idea for you. I love that. Um, but, and I love that your, your degree will line up with your, um, with what you want to do in your business. I think that's so important and, um, and so awesome. So you said it's getting harder because the classes are harder, right? Like, I mean, we're. Yes, the classes are, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if it's the classes are harder. They're just more involved now that right. I'm getting like, I have, um, I have a few more weeks left in two classes and then I have two more classes and then I have my capstone and that's it. So like, oh, I'm you're almost done. The, yeah, I'm almost done, which is what I keep telling myself. You're almost there. Like chugga, chugga, choo, choo, keep going. <laughs> just, just keep going. Um, I'm also dyslexic and um, ADHD. So I had to have a purpose behind me going back to school. Yeah. The school is not easy for me. Right. I had to have a purpose behind it, uh, you know, and that's really helped as well. So my classes are getting, I mean, that's, I'm sorry, that's really helped keep my focus right with everything going on. So my classes are getting more involved, just more detailed, more, casework more studies um I'm sorry more research is what I mean mm -hmm. and and uh my full-time job is just crazy right now in the healthcare industry so right. um it's it's kind of a combination of both of those like they're both more involved I'm having to put more time in those and less time in my business right and that's frustrating too especially when that is what the end goal is is that yeah. you want that business to be booming so let me ask you this too with your with your healthcare business and i don't know you may not want to talk about this on air but like yeah. will that eventually is that what you want that to phase out and the your business to replace it essentially yes yes and i work for an amazing company they know that they are very supportive of me achieving my goals they know that this is not a forever career for a lot of people so um, I openly am able to share that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, first off, let me say that way to go in knowing your plans. That's the first part of this is all knowing your plan, right? So like we need to know where we're going, you know, where you're going and you know how yeah. you're going to get there. Financially, you need this job to get you to that job. And that yeah. is okay. What I want you to do is be able to give yourself the grace to get there that degree is going to help you give you the tools that you need to open these doors for you. So that is a necessity. Let me ask you this, when it comes to your business, your jewelry business, what do you think is the most frustrating or the most, um, the hardest to be productive or on top of or all caught up on? Um, honestly, the social media aspect of it, mm -hmm. because the algorithm favors people who are posting, you know, well, depending on the platform, posting like roughly one to three times a day, right? So like TikTok is like five times a day. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, and that's, it's, it's not sustainable for someone who has a life outside of that, you know? Right. So that to me is the hardest part. Like I can make in silence all day long. Well, not all day long. If anyone from my job is listening, I am. I am <laughs> my eight to five, I promise. But I can, you know, I can make in silence. I can make behind the scenes however long I need to. But advertising them on social media, getting it out there, it doesn't favor accounts that are more sporadic in their posting. And as much as I would like to be 
like regimented and posting every single day, it's not something that is sustainable for me right now. Right. So let me ask you this. I hear social media is overwhelming for a lot of people. Like that is one of the things that is probably the thing that I hear the most. Social media is what overwhelms me. What if you let go of what the algorithm did and just let it go? Because no matter what, you're we're gonna fight the algorithm, right? Because honestly, Instagram released their whatever there I'm gonna I'm just I'm sorry Instagram if you're Mark Zuckerberg if you're hearing this that's a joke like it's a joke but it was like one post per day 20 stories a day four to seven reels a week yeah. and then happening. there was IGTV thrown in there it's not I mean yes that can happen for people who have a massive social media team and can afford to pay yeah. them big huge dollars to do that but small businesses and entrepreneurs yeah cannot do that. I post weekdays, but not all the time. And like reels are extra for me. I am not on a set schedule for reels. Um, And then I try to be there on stories, but some days it's going to be better than others. And it's just life, right? So what if you let go of that expectation of trying to make the algorithm happy and just realize that the algorithm is what it is. And there's very few people out there who can make it happy. And what would a week look like? What could it, what could you feel consistent and sustainable with? Like maybe it's two posts a week, not five posts a week. Maybe it's two posts a week. And maybe when you do one pair of earrings, you take 17 pictures of it and you have Mm -hmm. all that to go. Like, because you can always, I know one of the things is you do a lot of like one of a kind pieces, right? Yes. Yeah. But it would give them an idea if you posted something that was not currently for sale, like it's already sold, but you could get an idea of work, right? Um, What would it look like? Where do you feel like you could land social media wise on to be, feel sustainable and consistent? I think for me right now, two posts a week would be what to aim for. Um, And I think you're right. I think I need to just like get the algorithm out of my head Yeah. And just like live authentic and true to what I'm able to sustain right now. I think you're absolutely right with that. What if if I also told you that yes, the algorithm prefers all these posts. However, consistency is more important than number of posts. So actually, if you post every Monday and Thursday, that is as important with the algorithm as doing all of those other things. If you post like three days in a row and then don't post for another two weeks, the algorithm is less likely to promote you. So you are better off. Instagram prefers you to be, and I don't know about TikTok. I'm going to be honest. I've not, I don't, I have a TikTok. It's private. And I think I have used it for one video and I never even published it like publicly. So like, I honestly, I'm going to be honest, like TikTok's not my jam. Most of my clients, it's not their jam. So I don't really stress about it, but Instagram, I can tell you, prefers you to be consistent than they do to do all of the pieces. Yeah. I, um, I'm hoping that that's true because that's the only thing that I can do right now. And I'm not even doing it very well because, um, well, it's honestly, I've kind of been waiting until you and I had this discussion to like kind of nail down my plan, but I like your, um, Monday, Thursday, like two days a week. Monday, um, Thursday, Friday, whatever works for you, take a hold of those, 
So just pick something you can be consistent at. And just think about this. If it is two posts a week, that's eight posts a month. Yeah. So twice a month, you need to create four posts and you're yeah. done for the month. Yeah. That's so much more sustainable to think about. It, it's broken down. And then, and then when you don't have school on your plate or things are calming down, add a post, do it three days a yeah. week rather than two days a week, but make sure that you are able to sustain it and stop work. Because listen, I'm going to tell you, I do have, I have a VA. I have a co I mean, like I work with people and I cannot, there's no freaking way that I can post seven posts a week, 20 <laughs> stories a day, four to seven reels. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. going to happen. And it's okay for it to not to happen because that's not like I have, I had a client, she was a product-based business um, and she has a subscription box and um, she wanted to get everything out within three business days. And I'm like, but, and she said something about FabFitFun. I'm like, yes, but you're not FabFitFun because you are one person. We are yeah. not companies with thousands of employees who are doing this for them. You're one human and you have to give the, yourself the grace of being one human rather than an entire social media team. So, you know, sure. Yeah. Um, some of these companies that are selling jewelry that are massive companies can do all of those things because it's not one person doing it. It's, Hundreds of people doing it. Yeah. You in yourself need to do what can be not only sustainable and consistent for the algorithm's sake, but also what allows you to feel accomplished and get done what you need to get done and put yourself out there, but also not burning you out to the point of dreading posting. Because what will happen is then you'll start creating, you'll create a few posts, you'll get it up a couple times. So say that you do try to do five days a week. And you get, you do one week, but by the end of that week, you are so exhausted from putting all of that work into it. You don't post for another two weeks and it's just like, forget yeah. it. I can't do this. That, what is better off for your audience that they're seeing you on a consistent basis and they know every Monday and Thursday to go and look at the new stuff or to see several things and then notice that you fall off the place of the planet. Think about yeah. in the mind of your consumer, what are they going to do better with? And, and do that that way. Yeah. I think that um, I tried to do, so I tried really hard to do three days a week um, recently, like a few months ago, kind of when I had this big revelation of, okay, you've really got to, you've got to come to grips with the fact that you can't do it all. So we're going to break this down into smaller pieces. We're going to focus on, you know, schoolwork right now. That's obviously top priority and will fit in the business, like, as you're able to. So I tried to go down to three posts a week. And even that was just complete burnout. And that's what that's exactly is what has happened. I have not posted since April. Yeah. And that's exactly what we do. We get burnout, and then we freeze. And yeah. once we freeze, we it's very hard to get unstuck from that. Position, yes. Right? Yes. And that is why that whole idea of pushing yourself to the point of burnout feels productive. Let me work, 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 work. And I'm doing so much work that feels productive. But if I get to the point where I burn out and I freeze, it's the most unproductive thing I can do. So yeah. the best bet for me is to find what is sustainable, whether that maybe that you just post on Wednesdays, like yeah. that's okay. Allow yourself 
you can always make changes. It's not going to be like for the rest of your business, you only post once a week. But do what you can do right now and do it really, really well. Good. And yeah. that is perfectly okay because I can promise you that quality will be quantity every single time. And, you know, it's like I have, and there's blogs out there that publish a blog every day. I, there's just no way I can't do that. <laughs> And there was a time point in my business where I was only blogging every other week. There was a time where I was doing once a month. It depends on my season and that's okay yeah. too. That can change. If you have a break, so say that you didn't have school for the summer. I know you do, but if you didn't have school yeah. for the summer, then maybe you do a little bit more. You change it with the season and that's completely okay. Just pick what you can do and do it consistently. Yeah, that's really good to kind of like reassess with each season. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Everything changes. Balance changes on a regular basis because our lives don't look yeah. the same all the time. And that's, that's okay. So and that is okay. And that is why the, the word balance gets so torn up. People think that balance means this is what I always have to maintain. And that's not the case. Balance means that I ebb and flow as my life changes and that yeah. I balance what I have to do in that moment in the way that I need to to keep myself from being overwhelmed and burnout. Yeah, that's really good. Sorry, I'm writing. No, I'm writing, I'm I appreciate it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell me, how does that feel? Um, it feels, I mean, just listening to you say it feels kind of exciting and freeing in a way. Um of course, implementing it is the problem that, that I have to tackle next, like figuring out, you know, a balance that works for me in this season that I'm in right now, even with these two classes. It, I mean, mine changes. So I go to school quarterly mm -hmm. rather than like one semester, two semesters. So I literally am, I'm in school all year long and um, it changes with each quarter I mean you know with each like season of classes that I have just depending on the classes and that's such a good reminder I don't know why I've never thought of it that way before but it like you you have to give yourself permission to change yeah. with each season yes and it's so important because depending I, I I've talked I talked about this in the last episode that I recorded and I'm going to talk about it again y'all so my oldest son just got married um, and and May was crazy. I had one that yeah. finished middle school and we had all the things that come with that. And I had one that was getting married and there was a whole lot with the wedding. And um, I literally took 10 days off. And other than talking to my clients, I did nothing, nothing yeah. for my business. And the first couple of days, it was really, really hard. And then I was like completely okay with it. Because that's why we create our businesses, right? Like we are creating our businesses to give ourselves the freedom to live the life we want to live. Yeah. We aren't mm -hmm. creating a business to be chained to a computer or our phone or, you know, your desk making jewelry. You are creating your business for freedom. So don't chain yourself to something that's going to take that freedom away. And that's so good. I feel like that's so important to remember that we can't should ourselves into being tied down. Do it your way. You have permission yeah. to do your business your way. And it doesn't always look the same. 
Yeah, that's so good. I have. <laughs> Sorry again. Right no, you're good. You're good. Thank you. To yeah. Do my business my way. Exactly. Exactly. And then let me ask you a question. Where do you sell? Do you sell straight from Instagram usually? Um, I. I was, but I, um, Etsy was not working out for me. I decided to bite the bullet and do my own website. So now I direct every sale, like no matter what through Etsy. Um, also now that we are opening back up again, I do want to, um, get back into some local markets. Um, I moved to North Carolina just before the world shut down in February of 2020 last year. So I, I, I don't know anything about anything in this area. So I am still researching that part of it, but um, yeah, that's my goal. My website okay. and then in person. Yeah. And though I wondered about Etsy and I honestly, I have some other friends who have done some Etsy and I know that it's a great thing. It's also difficult. Very, very, very difficult. And I was not putting my stuff out there because everything had to be so particular with Etsy that I, I just, I wasn't doing it. So yeah. clearly if it's not, if it's something I'm not doing, then it's not working for me exactly. is, the, is the decision I made. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, my SEO might not be perfect on Shopify, but at least I'm not going to be dinged. I'm not going to be hurt. It's, it's, I can just post the picture and post the price and then promote the heck out of it. And exactly. that's yeah. kind of what I need to be. That's where I need to be in my life right now. You know, once school is over, will I have time to like dive deeper into SEO and getting all of that perfect? Yes. But right now I don't, but it's doing me a disservice, not having my stuff out there. You know, it's not going to sell from the shadows. (laughs) It's not going to sell. I think another really solid place to take your stuff would be Pinterest. Um, Yeah. Are you on Pinterest right now? I am not. um, I mean, like. You surf Pinterest. But, you know, you can actually just share. I think Zapier has a zap. Are you familiar with Zapier, the website? Mm -mm. So um, anyone who I will put this link in the show notes, but anyone who isn't familiar with Zapier, Zapier is like a middle, like middleman website. And so you can connect multiple, like you can connect one website to another one. And so I am almost positive that there is a zap that will connect your Instagram to your Pinterest. And okay. so when you post something on Instagram, it will immediately post to Pinterest with the link back to Instagram. And that okay. link to Instagram will allow you to post directly, you know, without you having to touch anything. But then the other thing that I recommend, and this is a workaround and I really hope that I don't like, so your link in bio, and I love this link in bio for any business really. And I am so funny about this, but um, Lincoln bio from Tailwind. Have you ever heard of Tailwind? I feel like Tailwind used to do something with SEO. Tailwind does like pins. So like you can schedule pins. Oh, yes, that's exactly pin, what okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have a smart bio on Instagram. So you can sign up for a free trial on Tailwind. The thing that I like about the bio on Tailwind is that you have all the buttons like click here for this and this and this and this, but you can also link posts to a specific place. So if you took a picture of a pair of earrings, you could put 
find these here and link them to the exact place that they are on your website. And it will allow them to click directly from that piece of that said from that piece of jewelry to the exact place on your website. And it makes life a lot easier, especially. And if anybody has time and you want to see it, what it looks like in action, my Instagram is a smart and I I have a website, but instead of doing the the link tree, it's not really even a link tree, but yeah. the, the link in bio straight from my website, I keep my smart bio from Tailwind. And the thing is, I don't pay for it because it is still under the free trial because I don't post to it. So I, it's a free, it ends up being free bio and it does so much more for you. Plus it's branded. You can use your colors um, and all of those things directly from there. So Tailwind smart bio, especially for product-based businesses. So that especially if you have a Shopify or something like that, where you can take them directly to that piece to a specific link. I think it's a very valuable thing. But the reason I was saying that is if you had Zapier set up where every time you posted from Instagram, it would put it on Pinterest. If they clicked it, that link in bio would take them directly to the where you want them to purchase it from rather yeah. than um, you know, and then you could also do like a special order link or whatever. But that that would keep you from being a, that's, that's very, um, a very strategic or very like step-by-step -step piece. But, um, I really like those two pieces together. And I do think anybody who is by who I heard one time that they go to YouTube to learn how to, they go to Instagram to be inspired, but most people go to Pinterest ready to buy. And so that is, that is one thing that I feel like people are not taking as much advantage of is Pinterest to actually buy from. Yeah, I've heard that too. And I definitely don't. But if you could just put, rather than creating, don't create more work for yourself. Obviously, yeah. don't create more work for yourself. But if you could create where you just, simp all you did was post on Instagram and it immediately posted it on Pinterest and you don't have to do anything between the two, there's no reason not to, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I also need to, I mean, I'm just thinking out loud right now, but um, I need to be more intentional and strategic with my, like, I'll make a piece and it'll sit on the shelf and like, I'll take one photo of it. You know, I need to yeah. think ahead and like be more strategic with how I use that piece for content or how sure. I use that process for content and stuff like that, you yeah. know? So that was one thing I wanted to ask you. Do you just make, like, do you just make when in the moment or do you create like a collection and you can, how does that normally work in your process? Um, when I was doing just beading, I was creating in the moment because one piece of earrings will take anywhere from three hours to three days, just depending on the detail of the work, the, you know, everything that goes into it with clay, I'm able to make several pieces at one time. Um, even if they're, even if they're beaded differently, you know, they're, and they still become their one of a kind like design. I'm still able to create a base of um, pieces to like beat off of at one time. So I'm trying to move more toward collection based. Yeah. And that's definitely where I would go with creating yeah. content is, um, 
you know, you and obviously your stories and your reels can show behind the scenes. So I wouldn't I would not sit down to work on any jewelry without documenting it on stories or reels somehow, even if it's a five second reel. I mean, like, honestly, like holding that button down for five seconds and just showing what you're doing. (laughs) Easy peasy piece of content. Right. But then when it comes to your pictures for your actual grid, I know they are one of a kind pieces, but they still showcase what you can do. And so when you have a collection, you know, you finish three pieces of jewelry at the same time because you're working on those three photograph them together photograph two of them together, photograph all three of them together, photograph them one at a time and see how many pictures from each collection that you can get out of it and then rotate them through. So if you're, say you're doing a collection once one collection per week, you don't have to just post that collection. You can mix and match where you're putting in line and you have content coming out your ears because you have pieces to post. Don't one picture. Like, I mean, I I laugh, but like, so I did a brand shoot not long ago and like, I've got hundreds of pictures and I'm wearing the same outfit. Like I've got like four outfits. Right. But I'm not just because I wore that outfit one time doesn't mean that I can't post another picture of me wearing that same outfit. And it's the same thing. Like I use them for marketing materials or whatever. And I'll use the same picture for marketing materials over and over and over again. Cause it doesn't, that's not, that's not really the point. In the product picture, yes, I understand that that is the point, but it also is showing what you can do. And that is what, you know, that's content. Yeah. And I have moved um, some all beaded pieces since they do take longer. I've moved them to made to order rather than having them ready at the same time. So those are just always available on my website, made to order. And I need to utilize that more, you know, like yeah. I can post about those more often post the pictures of them and yeah. talk about how each piece is made to order and custom and you get to pick your colors and your shapes and whatever all that looks like that goes in your caption. Um, and what is it? And the other thing that you can do is like people in, incentivize people who have purchased from you, sending you pictures of them using yeah. them, you know, things like that, because actually there is research that shows when you put people, even if it's just their hand or their ear in there, the human element actually helps. Sell. Yes, absolutely. Cause it brings a personalization, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not as robotic. And I actually am um, hosting monthly giveaways. It got a little hairy in April and May because I went to Louisiana. I, we kind of talked about this before, yeah. but I got stuck in Louisiana for a few weeks. Um, but I am, I do do a monthly giveaway for the purpose of like getting people to post and share. And then I will repost and, and reshare, you know, and I'll ask them, Hey, can I, can I save this and use it, you know, for future and stuff like that. So I do have a monthly giveaway with the hopes that it builds to, um, you know, it's really small right now, but with the hopes yeah, that it builds sure. to something bigger. Um, and that is, that is exactly what you need. Then you can start putting other, and then you have more content yeah, you're right. coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And use yourself. Nobody will know that it's your ear every time. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's okay. You can post pictures with your full face. You can post a close up with just your ear. You can post that your hands holding them, taking a picture of like holding them and putting them up to your ear. There are all different sorts of things that you can do that will give it more, that will give you more content for each pair 
And then also a variety of content of a different look. Yeah. Yeah. I dig that. Awesome. So what I think I what I think I kind of want to do is make a base list of like okay, specific content ideas mm -hmm. that I should be getting from each like piece or collection or whatever that I'm making, sure. you know, like a picture with a human element in it, a picture of it styled, a picture of it, you know, just laying flat, like a specific list. Because for me, if it's out of sight, it'll be out of my mind. So if I, I don't have a, yeah, yeah. I'm terrible with that. I mean, I have the reason why I have a planner is because I will literally forget Everything. I, I am a list maker and I think that's a great yeah. idea. Sit down and brainstorm. And again, yeah. you know, it, it is harder. I think social media is harder for product based businesses um, as well, because you, you know, I can talk about a lot of things, but products is product is hard because yeah. there's a thing that's the star of the show. Right. So sit yeah. down and brainstorm. How can you equate these products to whatever they're one of a kind. Well, what does one of a kind mean? One of a kind, d put that into like the human element and, and how each person is, I mean, you know, you can, you can absolutely bring to life the, uh, the object and then make a list of the different ways you want to showcase these pieces. And then when you're done with a piece, pull that back up. You can do it on Excel or whatever, pull it right yeah. back up. And just look at it and be, then you know exactly what you need to do every single time. And that creates a system. And the other thing that that creates is it stops the decision fatigue. So you no longer have to yes. rack your brain and you no longer waste your time wondering, how do I do this? You already know. Yes. And I think that that is my biggest struggle is idea fatigue because I am so fatigued in every other aspect of my life, you know, with the day job or whatever you want to call it, the eight yeah. to five with school, um, with every, um, with everyday decision-making in life, I'm just making so many decisions that my brain is fatigued. I mean, you know, anybody can come up and be like, where do you want to go eat? And I'm, oh, well, sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. <All> right. <laughs> Keep move along. Um, uh, someone can come up to me and be like, where, where should we go eat today? And I'm like, God, I don't know. Stop asking me so many things. Yeah. And they've only asked me. Come on, That's okay. Her cat, y'all, <laughs> run her in front of the, the phone. It's hilarious. <laughs> you know, they've only asked me one thing, but what they don't realize is in my mind, I've already answered yeah. a thousand questions that day. Oh, and Lord. Actually, on. one of the things, it's completely fine. One of the things that I like about planning processes and systems is it takes that element out. You have a plan for yeah. how you're going to do it. And so you don't think about it. After you make the plan, you don't have to think about it. It keeps you from wasting time and it also keeps you moving. Absolutely. That's really good. I'm making I'm making notes of no, how I don't how can I reduce this in my life. Yeah. Awesome. Like awesome. Well, my friend, do you have any more questions for me? Um, no, I mean, you've really given me like, this was awesome to get oh, to sit down and talk God, to you out. So yeah, this is the first hot seat coaching episode, but I am going to do hot seat coaching episodes on a regular basis. Um, and just let 
female entrepreneurs come and just ask questions about what they are struggling with productivity wise in their businesses. And I, I love this. Yeah. So I love doing this. I think that my biggest takeaway is that idealist of like content to get from each piece to help reduce decision slash idea fatigue that yeah. I mean, golden right there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am so glad Katie, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Now tell thank everybody you. where they can find you. Oh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> primarily on Instagram, um, my business is Belgeois Designs. It is French for beautiful joy. It's spelled B-E-L-L-E-J-O-I-E. -E. Kind of a little weird. It's nothing but vowels. But <laughs> you can find me at Belgeois on Instagram and BelgeoisDesigns.com is the okay. website. And we'll have both of those linked in the show notes. Katie, it has been a true yes. pleasure today. Thank you for hanging oh, out absolutely. with me. Thank you so much, Kelly. This has been awesome. That's it, y'all. You're all caught up for the week. Make sure to subscribe so you can stay the same for next week. I'll talk to you soon.